0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Hour, on Sid Valley Radio.
1: This is
2: Sid Valley Radio.
0: This week on the Old Time Radio Hour, we'll be listening to a variety show, followed by a drama program. So, just sit back and relax, as we revisit, the truly golden age of radio.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour.
0: And here comes our star-studded show train. The Red Mill, starring Gene Kelly, Lucille Norman, and your host, Gordon McRae. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is arranged and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another great musical success. And now here is Gordon McRae. Thank
2: Thank you and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. On stage tonight is one of the happiest shows that ever hit Broadway. It's the Red Mill, with book and lyrics by Henry Blossom and music by Victor Herbert. David Montgomery and Fred Stone were starred when the Red Mill first started spinning, and audiences cheered the same show last season when it was brought back to Broadway with great success. For the 1949 radio version, however, Montgomery and Stone become Kelly and Mac Ray. The Kelly, of course, is one of Hollywood's most popular screen personalities, Mr. Gene Kelly. Thank you, thank you, yep. Just for tonight, Gordy and I are going to slip on a couple of checkered vests and straw hats. And we'll be sporting two of the corniest names that ever bounced off a balcony. What do they call you, boy? Why, I'm Kid Connor. What a coincidence. I'm Con Kidder.
4: <laughs> Pretty grim, huh? Say, uh, well
2: you meet Lucille Norman and Alan Reed? Yeah? They play a couple of Dutch characters in Cotwick on Zee. Cotwick on Come Again? <laughs> well, you'll be there in a minute. So, shall we... Bring up the curtain, Mr. Kidder. I'm in favor of it, Mr. Connor. Okay. okay. Here's Act One, Here's one of Victor, Victor Herbert's, Herbert's The Red Mill. Mill. Mr. Mr. Conductor, if you, you please.
5: please. In old New York, in old New York, the peach crop's always fine. They're sweet and fair, and on the square, the matron.
2: Oh The Queen on any What do you want to go to Europe for? Romance boy, Have you got any romance in your soul? Sure I have, but what's so romantic about Europe? Why we can visit all the ancient capitals. Haze on the enchanting scenery. Drink in the grandeur of Europe's historic majesty. Besides, we might even meet some good-looking babes. Well, I'm for that. Not that there aren't plenty of them right here in America. If a spare afternoon you should happen to have And you start on a leisurely stroll up Fifth Avenue There is where, with haughty air, you'll see them as they walk With velvets and laces and sables and folding Really, you'll nearly drop dead on beholding them. Lucky's the Earl who can marry a girl from Fifth Avenue, New York. In old New York, in old New York, the peach crop's always fine. They're sweet and fair and arm square, the maids of Manhattan for mine. You cannot see in gay Paris, in London or in court. the queens you'll meet on any street in old New York. Just the same, kid. I want to make the trip. Well, you could go to Paris and marry a French countess. Or go to Holland and marry a Dutch duchess. When does a boat sail? Tomorrow. Let's go.
5: Goodbye, Goodbye, New York. Goodbye,
2: New York. We're sailing
3: sailing
5: on our way. way. Farewell to Queens and Bowling Greens and Brooklyn and Battery Bay.
2: We'll make our home in Nice and Rome and Rotterdam and
5: Cork. A kiss for each And every peach Goodbye, Goodbye, New York So this is
4: Holland Hi, Holland
2: I wonder what kind of money they use here Franks, marks? Whatever it is, we haven't got any Hey, uh... What about using those bottle caps, huh? How do you think I tipped the porter at the railroad station? <laughs> well, we've got to find a place to sleep tonight. And it's got to be cheap sleep. Say, hey, uh, let's ask that little fräulein over there. Okay. Hey, Mabel. Yes? Miss, uh, we can't afford a hotel room. Any idea where we could sleep tonight? Well, I don't know. How about that red mill? We can just sneak inside and sleep there. I'll bet it'd be real warm and comfortable.
1: Yes, very cozy. Just the three of you. Three? You, too, and the ghost.
2: Oh. Yeah, that mill is haunted?
1: Every night at midnight, the ghost of a poor, unhappy bride rises up and walks to the Red Mill, searching for her lost lover, Henry.
2: Thank you, and good night, Red Mill. <laughs> Say, tell me, miss, how do you know about all this?
1: Well, I live in this town. I'm the daughter of the burgomaster.
2: Oh, what's your name?
1: Gretchen. What's yours?
2: Connor. What they call me Kid. Mine's Kidder, but they call me Cod. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, American.
1: Yes, you are rich Americans.
2: We are Americans, yes. We are rich, no.
1: Oh, how sad. I am rich, yet I too am sad.
2: Girl, don't be silly. How could anybody be rich and sad at the same time?
1: Well, tomorrow is my wedding day. Tomorrow, by this time, I shall be the wife of the fat old governor of Zealand.
2: If you don't love him, why marry him?
1: I'm just like the ghost in the Red Mill. My father is forcing me into this marriage.
2: Now, look, a pretty girl like you shouldn't worry. Everything will work out. Gretch, you've got nothing to worry about. The Rover boys are here.
1: I used to be happy. I used to sing all the time.
2: Well, why stop now?
1: When you're pretty and the world is fair, why be bothered by a thought or a care? For two worries to double trouble, there'll be enough of that hereafter. Merry earth is like the month of May, and old age is like December gray. So we'll dance and sing and play, and be happy while we may. Life was made for love and love.
4: And the world is fair I'll be bothered by for care For to worry is to trouble
5: There'll be enough of that hereafter
1: Merry youth is like the month of I May pray. And old age is like December gray So we'll dance and sing and play We'll dance and sing and may, may be happy While
5: we we'll
2: I've got an idea. Yeah? Gretchen can't marry the governor of Zealand tomorrow if she marries somebody else today. But who would marry me on such short notice? Why, anybody in his right mind. I'll marry you right now. Why, you hardly know me. You think of a better way to get acquainted? (laughs) You see, in America, we do things fast. Why, I'm falling in love with you at 80 miles an hour. And wait till he shifts into second gear.
1: (laughs) Oh, boys, you take my breath away. I don't understand how this happened so fast.
2: You haven't seen very many musical comedies, have you, girl? (laughs) Well, I can give you a pretty simple explanation. Love is a strange little elfin sprite Blessed with the
5: deadliest aim
3: Shooting his arrows to left and right Bagging the rarest game Filling our hearts with a glad surprise Almost too good to be true
1: I'm still can you tell me
4: why do you love me
5: Only because you are you dear Not
4: that I am Not fairy.
5: Fairy. Not that you are fairy.
2: people go to this country when they want to get married? To the burgomaster. Hmm.
1: Oh, but my father is the burgomaster here, so we'll have to go to the next town. Come with us,
2: Khan. You can be
3: the best man and, and give the bride away. Just one moment, my fine young friend. <laughs> father! Have you forgotten, my dear Gretchen, the ceremony is to be tomorrow, not tonight. It is to be held here, not in the next town. And the bridegroom, <laughs> not this silly young American, but His Excellency, the governor... Of Zealand.
2: Hey, uh, you're pretty high-handed, Mr. Burgomister. A girl can marry anyone she chooses back where we come from in a little old New York. Well, this is little old Cotwick on Z.
4: <laughs>
3: and we do things differently here. Gretchen, since you seem to be so fond of this old red mill, I think I shall lock you up here overnight. <gasps> no! And here you shall stay until the governor arrives to lead you to the altar. Oh, Father... In you go. You can't lock her up. You can't do this. You can't force her to you can't. I guess he can. <laughs> Good day, gentlemen. I trust your stay in our village will be both enjoyable and brief. Ha
5: ha.
2: Ha ha. You know, I I think I've seen that guy someplace before. Yeah, on a beer mug.
5: Gretchen.
2: Gretchen, are you all right?
1: It's so dark in here.
2: Have you seen the ghost? No, not yet. Oh, when you see her, ask her if she's got a friend. (laughs) A live one. Listen, Gretchen, you stay right there. Oh, she'll do that all right. We'll find some way to get you out. And if you get scared, why, why just sing. That's the best way to keep your spirits up. And I'll sing along with you outside the
5: mill. When we ask a reason...
0: for the second act of Victor Herbert's The Red Mill, starring Jean Kelly, Lucille Norman, and your host, Gordon McRae. The night was still, but ghost like the mill kept waving its spectral
5: arms, and those around heard mystical sounds which thrilled them with vague
2: alarms. Softly quiet. Yeah. I never heard so much Silence. Hey, hey, what are those voices? Just the wind. What's that? Just the old mill turning. Looks just like a person, doesn't it? Waving his arms in the moonlight, crying out for help. I want to go home. The Empire State Building never affected me like this. (laughs) But the girl I love is, is inside there. But the boy I love is outside here. Gretchen, Gretchen, are you all right? Gretchen! She's gone. She's smart. Let's us go, too. No, wait a minute. You don't suppose the ghost has kidnapped her? I don't know. But there's a figure up there in the Tower of the Mill, all white in the moonlight. Is, is it Gretchen or the ghost? Well, I can't tell from here, but it begins with a G.
4: <laughs> Listen.
5: have <laughs> Listen.
2: Gretchen, is that you?
1: Who else would it
2: be? Gretch, how'd you get way up there?
1: I climbed up the stairs inside the mill.
2: Well, how are we going to get you out?
1: I don't think anybody will ever get me out.
2: Oh, I can't see your face in the moonlight. But I know you're as lovely as the moonbeams themselves.
5: Moonbeams shining soft above Let me beg of you, find the one I do.
2: out of there. We can't let her marry the old governor of Zealand. I'm in love with her. A fine thing. Millions of girls in this world and you have to fall in love with one who's locked up in a mill. This boy always does things the hard way. Now, oh, wait a minute. Con, didn't you ever fall in love? Sure. 365 times a year. Every day? Sure. With a, with a different girl? I don't eat the same egg every morning for breakfast. <laughs> Every day is Ladies' Day with me I'm quite at their disposal all the while And my pleasure it is double If they come to me in trouble For I always find a way to make them smile The little darling No doubt I should have married long ago It's the proper thing to do, you'll all agree But I never could find any fun In wasting all my time on one So every day is Ladies' Day with me Now it's a frightful thing to think of all the hearts that I have broken Though each one fell in love with me without the slightest token Among my vulgar creditors, I'm fearfully in debt because I have afforded anything that I could get. But I must say that I've enjoyed the best of what there is in life. I've been lucky in my love affairs. I've never had a wife. <laughs> and I don't begrudge the little dears, those necklaces of pearls. All the money that I've ever saved is what I've spent on girls. Oh, every day is Ladies' Day with men. Every day is Ladies'
6: Day I'm quite
2: at their disposal all the while. Uh-huh. My pleasure, it is double if they come to me in trouble. For I always find a way to make them smart.
5: The little
6: darlings,
2: No doubt I should have married long ago It's the proper thing to do, you'll all agree But I never could find any fun In wasting
5: all my time on one
2: So every day is Ladies' Day with me Every
5: day is Ladies' Day Every day is to day with me Okay,
2: okay, so you want to play the field, go ahead But how are we going to get Gretchen out of the mill? Hmm, I wonder whose side the ghost is on Wait a minute, I got an idea Watch the blades in the mill. Uh-huh. Now, suppose you grabbed hold of one of the wings when it sweeps close to the ground. Uh-huh. Hang on to it, swing on up, and over the top. Uh-huh. And rescue Gretchen out of the tower window on the way down. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, now, come on, Con. Go ahead and do it. I'll stay right here and direct the whole maneuver. Great idea. Great. There's only one little change I'd like to suggest. What's that? You do it.
5: I'll stay down here.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. She's my girl. I'll do anything for her. Gretchen... Can you hear me? Yes. Look, I'm going to try to rescue you. Climb up the stairs on the inside of the mill all the way up to the tower window.
1: All right, but what are you going to do?
2: I'm going to swing up in one of the arms of the mill and rescue you. Oh, be careful. Be careful, she said. (laughs) Well, good luck, kid. Hey, uh, be sure you get the right one. Right one? What do you mean? Well, don't get the ghost by mistake. (laughs) Well, how will I make sure it's Gretchen? As soon as you grab her, kiss her. She tastes like an ice cube. You've got the wrong girl. (laughs) Okay. Here I go.
5: So long, kid. Oh, Oh, boy, ours. Oh, oh. Gretchen, lean, lean out. I'm leaning. Uh, Father, lean out all over. Ready, set, Uh, grab. Oh,
2: this is the ground. All out. Are you, are you all right, Gretchen? Fine. Uh, Now nobody can say you two haven't been going around together.
5: (laughs) Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you for getting me out of that
2: awful milk. Oh, no, it was nothing.
4: <laughs>
1: well,
2: now we've got to get away from your father. Where'll we go? Oh, any place. Just so it doesn't have a burgomaster. And it does have you.
5: In the beautiful, In the beautiful of our dreams, dreams, dear, there is never a sorrow. For pain Every trouble and And care quickly quickly Vanishes there And all is made made happy again again. So we'll meet meet this cold, weary old old world here Where there's nothing that's quite warm it seems, and, and we'll, we'll sail o'er the, the sea, sea where for just you and me.
2: On that island you're talking about. Besides, I want to stay here and see the look on the burgomaster's face tomorrow morning when he unlocks the door of the Red Mill and finds a great big beautiful nothing. <music> ah, good morning, Mr. Burgomaster. Master. Master Burgomaster. Mr. Burgomaster. Um, uh,. uh, uh. Good morning, good morning. That doesn't matter. What brings you out to the mill so early, Mr. Burgomister? Just checking up on my daughter. Too late. She's already checked out. What? Where is she?
3: Gretchen, are you in there? Gretchen! What became of her? Where did she go? Well, wake up the townspeople. Gather around here, everybody. My daughter. I'll find out who kidnapped my daughter. And if it happened to be a couple of Americans... I'll make them wish they never set foot in cup on Z
0: train will return in just a moment after a brief pause for station identification this is the old time radio hour Sid Valley Radio. Now for Act Three of Victor Herbert's The Red Mill, starring Gene Kelly, Lucille Norman, and your Railroad Hour host, Gordon McRae. Why the
2: silence? Why the silence? Why the violence? Why the violence? Was the violence did Not the, the simply up and run away. <laughs>
4: If I
5: really, very clearly, very clearly, they should stop the silly gossiping without delay. What to handle, what to handle, such a scandal, such a scandal, puts the master in a very sorry plight. You'll discover, you'll you discover, she the lover, she a lover, and she secretly love with him last night. Oh,
3: quiet! We'll discover, we'll
5: discover. Stop all th- this th- noise th- and gossiping. Quiet, quiet, all of you, quiet!
3: Th- I suppose all of you know that my daughter has disappeared, and I intend to find her. And she will marry the governor of Zealand according to plan. How are you going to find her, Mr. Burgomaster? I have just learned that the two greatest detectives in the world are visiting Holland. Mr. Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are just a few miles from here, and I'm sending them a telegraph message to come at once and find my daughter.
2: I shall spare no expense. Money is no object. Uh, money is no object? None. Uh, is that the uh, telegram you have there in your hand? It is. Uh, do, do you want me to send it for you, Mr. Burgomaster? Well, that's very kind of you, my boy. Yeah. But let me warn
3: all of you. If the culprit happens to be within earshot, he may as well give himself up now, for Sherlock Holmes will run him down. <laughs>
2: Hiya, Mr. and Mrs. Connor. We aren't Mr. and Mrs. yet. No, we, he didn't get married. Why not? No money. Boy, have I got the cure for that. Huh? Look at this telegram. Oh. oh. This is awful.
1: Sherlock Holmes will be sure to find oh, it. I don't
2: think he's that good. You see, he never got the telegram. Kid, your new name is Dr. Watson. Shake hands with...
4: Sherlock
2: Holmes. Huh? Oh, I'm beginning to get it. Sure, it's as simple as going around on a windmill. We masquerade as the detectives and make enough money to get you married. Swell.
1: There's only one trouble. You've never really asked me to marry you. Haven't
2: I? Well, I I guess we'd better make this official.
5: He'll tell you all the magic of those little teach you how to say, my dear, the one I love is you. There's lots of things he ought to know, but don't forget to see. That
2: I to say it Con, help me out, will you? How, how do you say a thing like this? Why, it's simple You just take in your arms You look into your eyes And you say Baby Here I am You're a dream man Don't fight, fight it How can you resist me? Well, I'm afraid that's a little too modest for me It's got to be something tender Gretchen Yes? Yeah? I I want you to marry me Will wow. you do it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> Is that Yes It's Dutch for yes, but it's just as good. All right, you can stop being Romeo and start being Dr. Watson. We've got some plain and fancy Sherlocking to do. Well, Dr. Watson, how do I look? Oh, very Baker Street, Mr. Holmes. Am I wearing my deer stalker cap correctly? Well, I I don't think you're supposed to wear it sideways. What if you're stalking deer sideways? Careful. Here comes the burgomaster. Gentlemen, oh, here we go now. Aha! You are the bugger of Cotwick horn Sea. Why, that's amazing. How did you know me, Mr. Holmes? Elementary! Elementary, my dear bugger master! But far beyond your powers of deduction, I want you to meet my assistant and eminent colleague, the celebrated Dr. Watson. Oh, sir, I'm delighted <laughs> to make a Well, from the way he talks... He must be British. If he were any more British, he couldn't talk at all.
3: (laughs) Just a moment, just a moment. You two look awfully familiar to me. We do?
4: (laughs) Why,
2: shouldn't our faces be familiar to you? Our pictures have blazoned the front pages of every newspaper in England and the continent. Uh, Dr. Watson, your beard is
4: slipping.
5: <laughs>
2: oh, dear me, dear me. Now, Mr. Holmes, Dr. Watson, about my daughter. Her name is Gretchen.
3: How did you know?
5: Uh, it's obvious. <laughs> yes, it's
3: obvious,
2: obvious.
4: <laughs>
2: what did you say? What did you say, Dr. Watson? <laughs> Mr. Burgomaster, I am the only man living who can understand Dr. Watson.
3: I see. Now, how much will you charge, Mr. Holmes, to recover my daughter?
2: I'm um, oh, glad you brought that up. Uh, our price depends on the difficulty of the job. Is your daughter young? Yes. Beautiful? Quite beautiful? Then it will be very expensive. Uh, because, as everybody knows, beautiful young girls are very hard to find these days. <laughs> uh, how much do we charge, Dr. Watson?
5: Uh, <laughs> Dr. Watson says! <laughs> Dr.
2: Watson says, and I quote: 555
3: guilders.
4: Five
2: hundred and
3: fifty-five guilders. that's a great deal of money. Now, when did she disappear?
2: Oh, about midnight. As long ago as that, who makes it much more difficult. How much, Dr. Watson? <laughs> <laughs> <Walter> Watson
5: says, <laughs> Dr. Watson
2: says, and again I quote, five thousand five hundred and fifty-five guilders. Oh, dear. Now, where did she disappear from? From the old male reel. Oh, from the old Red Mill, Red Mill. Oh! oh, oh,
4: oh. <laughs> well, quite beautiful
2: young girls who have disappeared at midnight from old Red Mills falls in our highest price bracket. Uh, Dr. Watson, what is our highest price bracket? Uh, it's am about a pretty Dr. Watson says $55,555. Yes. <laughs> As much as that? Well, remember, we've got to pay our agents
3: 10%.
4: <laughs> very well,
3: it's a deal. I'll pay you the minute you deliver my
2: daughter. Oh, uh, uh, we must have the money in advance, Why? Uh, well, we have enormous expenses, you know. Magnifying glasses, hounds tooth jackets, bloodhounds, all that. I see, good. I see. Very well,
3: I'll pay you the money. Good. And I demand that you bring my daughter to this very spot no later than 4 o'clock this afternoon in time for her wedding to the governor of Zeeland. <laughs>
1: Where did you get all that money? The
2: Burgomaster just paid off like a slot machine. Look, kid, Gretchen, take this money, go to the next town and get married. I'll stay here and stall the Burgomaster until you get back, okay? <laughs> hey, oh, so, Stop talking like that now, Dr. Watson. And look, another thing, you better give Gretchen your beard. I'd hate to have anybody recognize her on the
4: street.
1: Oh, are we really going to get married?
2: Beginning to look like it? Oh, Gretchen, I love you. And do you know Why?
5: Not that I am vain, not, not, not that I am vain, not my golden, not your dear. golden dear. Not hair, not my dear. eyes of blue. Not
2: Okay, okay, we know you love each other. Now, look, sweetie, we got all this money for finding you. Now, get lost. Mr.
3: Holmes, in one minute and 15 seconds will be four o'clock. And if you don't produce my daughter by then, I'll have you thrown in jail.
2: Mr. Burgermaster, I don't think you like me.
3: Like you? I
2: abhor
3: you! (laughs) I think you're an imposter. I don't think you're Sherlock Holmes at all. Of course I'm Sherlock Holmes. Well, here's the telegram I received from you. Let me see then. Why, why, this telegram is in my own handwriting. What better proof do you want? Your time is up, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. My daughter isn't here and I want my money back, you swindler. Just a minute.
2: Listen. What is that? Sounds like a duet. Is that my daughter? You believe in the ghost in the old red mill? Certainly not. Well, then that's your daughter.
3: Gretchen! Gretchen, come in here. You're just in time for your wedding to the governor. There's
2: been a little change in plans, Mr. Burgomaster. I can't marry the governor. Oh, yes, you can.
3: But
1: I'm already married to Mr. Connors. I don't... uh, I
2: I think the burgomaster has just blown a gasket. (laughs) Gretchen, let's get away from here. Where will we go? To the Isle of our Dreams. I can recommend a better island. Where? Where? Manhattan. Could someone
1: from Holland be happy there?
2: Well, Peter Stuyvesant likes it. In old New York, in old New York, the peach crop's always fine. They're sweet and fair, and on the square, the maids of Manhattan for mine. You see things
5: you cannot see if Gay Paris in London, or in court you
2: Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The Red Mill was dramatized for the railroad hour by Lawrence and Leeds. Next week, our show train will arrive on the same tracks at the same time, and on board will be Miss Jeanette MacDonald to join me in bringing you one of the greatest screen successes, Naughty Marietta.
5: All
2: well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out, and so until next week, goodbye. The Red Mill has been presented by special arrangement with the Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gene Kelly
0: is currently starred in Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's all-star Technicolor musical, Words and Music, based on the lives and music of Rodgers and Hart. Gordon McRae appeared on this program by arrangement with Warner Brothers. This is Marvin Miller speaking. You're listening to the Old Time Radio Hour on Sid Valley Radio. Well, 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 here's Mama Bloom's brood. away papa hasn't come home from business which leaves the two girls sarah and yetta to themselves in a discussion about a most important subject
7: where's ma she's over at mrs fine's what's she doing oh playing bridge i guess that's what she said she was going to do she goes over there every night papa works doesn't she uh-huh is papa going to pick her up Oh, uh-uh, she won't let him she says she got there by herself and she can get back by herself believe me when i get married my husband will call for me Well, when I get married, my husband will send the chauffeur for me. What dress did she wear? Her new black one. I bet she didn't. She's saving that for someone's funeral. Oh, she wore it, all right. That's the only decent thing she has. Well, I'm going to take a look. I told you. She went out in that old gray dress. Believe me, if I had a new dress, I wouldn't let it hang up at home. I'd put it on. I need a new dress. You need one. Say, I haven't had a new dress for years. Why, you just got that blue one just two weeks ago. Oh, that old rag. I hate it. I've got to have a new dress for Saturday night. So do I. You don't think I'm going to that party without a new dress? It's terrible. I'm ashamed to look anybody in the face. And that smart aleck, Ella Markowitz, always had something new. Oh, you just don't like her because she looks at your Sidney. Well, I wouldn't blame him a bit if he looked back at her. Well, not that he does, but... Well, the way Paul makes me dress is enough to make any fellow look at another girl. Well, talking about it won't do any good. I know that. I'm going to ask Papa when he comes in. I'm going to tell him that I absolutely have to have a dress. He'll holler murder. I don't care. I'm going to ask him anyhow. Maybe we better wait until Ma comes home and let her ask him. Oh, I can do it as well as she can. Well, ask for me too, will you? Sure. I'll just tell him that we simply have to have it. And if he gives us an argument, we'll tell him a thing or two. Hey, we better not do that. Now, uh, let's be diplomatic about it. Oh, sure. We'll be diplomatic, but we'll ask him just the same. I'll bet we'll get it, too, if we just act firm about it. If he comes home first, we'll ask him right away. But if Ma gets home first, we'll wait until we get him alone. Why? Well, if we wait until the two of them are together, we've got twice as much work. Each one of them will think of some reason why we shouldn't have it. And if there's only one of them, why, there's just half as many reasons. Maybe you're right. Of course I'm right. And you know how Mama always sides in with Papa? Like last week when you wanted to use the car, when you and Sydney were going to the AZA dance? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, dear. It'll be just our luck to have Mama come in first and spoil everything. Well, if she does, I'll take her into her room and get her to sew on a button. What button? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've got plenty of buttons that have to be sewed on. <gasps> There's somebody. It's Papa. Uh, do you still think tonight's a good time? I'm sure. Oh, now, Sarah, don't back out. Who, me? Say, I want that dress as much as you do. And for goodness sake, if he calls you Yetta, don't start that yvette business. That always makes him sore. All right. Hello, Papa. Hi, Hi, Papa.
6: Yeah, hello, yet. Hello, Sarah. Mama home yet?
7: No, she's she still at the bridge party.
6: Bridge, 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 bridge. That's all I ever hear from Mama nowadays. In the old country, we use the bridge to cross a river. Here it makes a man a widower before his time. <laughs> There's my paper.
7: Here it is, Papa, on the sofa. Hmm,
6: good. You see my slippers? Oh,
7: I'll get them for you. Let me get them. Never
6: mind, never mind. I'll get them myself. I'm no cripple. Just tell me where they are.
7: But, Papa, we want to get them for you. What? You've been working all day. You must be tired. You just sit down in the big chair. Yeah, that's right, Papa. You just sit down and and I'll get you, uh, see, I'll I'll get you a cigar.
6: (laughs) My paper, my slippers, my cigar. What's the matter, you girls sick?
7: No, Papa, we're not sick. We never felt better in our lives. Why, Papa?
6: Thank you. Hmm, everybody's so nice. What's the reason?
7: Nothing. Can't we do something nice for you without you getting suspicious? We just want you to be comfortable. Mm -hmm.
6: It's too good to be true. I know something is up. Did you maybe do something you shouldn't do?
7: Now, Papa, of course not. Uh.
6: Well, maybe I was wrong.
7: Papa, mm. Papa, <clears throat> how was business today?
6: Business? Huh. Business was today like business was yesterday. Customers came in, some of them bought, some of them didn't buy.
7: I don't see how any of them keep from
6: buying.
7: I think you make the finest knee pants in the world. Huh.
6: Sarah, the world is a big place.
7: And if they need anything, well, they have to buy it. I, I always say, if you need something, you, you need it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you absolutely have to have something. Well, there's no use waiting. No, you, you might as well get it sooner or later.
6: Children, I agree with you 100% completely. Everything you've said is true. And now, if you'll please let me alone for a few minutes, I'll read my paper.
7: <sighs> oh. mm. Papa. Yes? Papa.
6: What do you want from me?
7: Papa, uh, Sally and I are going to a party Saturday night I and we...
6: know, I know. Don't tell me. You want to use the car. All right, all right, use it. And now, please, please let me read.
7: No, we don't want to use the car, Papa. But you see, uh, oh, that is, well, everybody's going to be there, and we thought that, well, we'd like to, uh, well, Sister thinks so, too. Uh,
6: sister thinks? Sister thinks what?
7: Well, it's like oh, this. Oh,
6: tell him. Yeah, it's coming out now. No, 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 no. What do you want?
7: Well, I want a new dress. So do I. Oh, well, we have to have them. Positively, Pa. Is
6: that so? Yeah. Well, if you absolutely have to have them, I'm sorry for you. Two weeks ago, I brought you each two new dresses. They're one of those. Oh,
7: I don't like them. I don't either.
6: Two weeks ago, you liked them? Oh,
7: we wore them so much, we're sick of them. What do you
6: think I am? Made of money. Every week, it's new dresses, new dresses, new dresses. But I tell
7: you, we have to have them. If we don't get them, we won't go to the party. Hmm,
6: you're scaring me. All right, if you don't want to go, then you don't have to go to the party. But (laughs)
7: Papa...
6: I want to read my paper. Will you please be quiet?
7: They won't be very expensive.
6: You're absolutely right. They won't cost a cent because I'm not going to get them. And now, if you'll be so kind as to excuse me, I'm going into the other room and read my paper. And if you don't want to go out Saturday and what you've got, you stay home. But whatever you say to me, it makes absolutely no difference. Once and for all and finally, no new dresses.
7: Oh. Well, I'm not going. He thinks I'm going to run around looking like a scarecrow. We've got another thing coming. Let's ask Mama. Oh, what good will it do? You know, Mama... He never does anything without asking him first. I guess it's off then. And I think Papa's the meanest thing. Who's the meanest thing? Oh, oh, you scared me, Mama. I didn't hear you come in. Ay, I'm so full from food, I can't make a sound. Honestly, it was just like a party. Everything fixed up splendid. Napkins with monoplanes on him. Monoplanes? Yeah, initials. Oh, you mean monograms. Monograms, what's the difference? Everything was so refined there just like our family came over in the Sunflower. Mayflower, Mama. All right, Mayflower, what do oh, I care? And we played bridge with new cards, just like in the moving pitch. And one of the ladies smoked our cigarettes. Well, oh, why didn't you wear your new dress? What difference did it make about dress I wore? She didn't in white mine dress. Besides, it's too fancy, and I hate those shiny silks. My napkin always slips off of it. Eh? What's the matter, you don't give Mama a kiss? And besides the papa you're calling a mean thing? Huh? Didn't they teach you in school to have disrespect for your parents? Well, I think papa is a mean thing. 21 years I lived with your papa and he was all right. Three hours I leave him alone with you and now he's a mean thing. What do you mean about? Ha! The automobile, I'll bet you. Automobiles cause all the trouble. I'm sorry they was invented. Oh, it isn't the automobile. Papa won't get any new dresses. Your papa in a dress? That's something I'd like to see myself. No, Ma. We're going to the party Saturday night at Minnabelle Horowitz's, and we need a new dress. We've got to have it. So you'll ask your papa and he'll get it for you? We did ask him, and he said no. And we asked him again, he went out of the room. It's terrible. All right, all right, I'll ask him. You'll get our new dress. Don't worry. Oh, it's no use, Ma. He's just made up his mind. Jake.
6: Mm, What is it, Mama? You
7: come in here, Jake. You'll read in here. I
6: can't come in there. Those girls are driving me crazy. Who
7: pays any attention to them? Do they know what they're saying?
6: Two weeks ago, I brought them each new dresses from Kaplan's wholesale place. And now they want more dresses. Believe me, they won't get them.
7: Of course they don't get them. What you getting excited about? Remember your liver?
6: Don't remind me about that. I feel bad enough already. All right,
7: Papa. Don't get excited.
6: Excited, excited. How can I help it? And those two girls of yours keep worrying me about new dresses. All
7: right, all right, Jake. They won't bother you no more. Sit down and read your paper. My
6: paper, my paper. How can I read my paper with all these arguments going on around me? We'll
7: be having no more arguments. Everything will be pieces and quiet. Yeah. Now sit down in the picture and read. Go ahead. <sighs>
6: Jake,
7: Eh? how was business today?
6: Business, business from you
7: two. All right, Papa, I won't ask you any more about it.
6: I don't know how come I should get such a family. The
7: family's all right.
6: Yeah, those two girls are... Never
7: mind the girls, Jake. They won't worry you no more. Didn't I say it? But, Mama, you said you... You two girls don't have to show off the way Ella Markovich does. Besides, their fathers are big manufacturers. Your Papa's just got a small place.
6: What's that? You're talking like a fool. I did more business in July than Markovich did in June and July. And August thrown in. And
7: better business, i bet you.
6: Yeah, you bet your life. <laughs> I'll tell you something. We got accounts he can't even show samples to.
7: Now, you see, girls, your own dresses are good enough. What do we care what anyone thinks? Papa can't afford it. Remember, Papa's got two girls to dress. Old man Markovich has only got one. Is
6: that so? I can afford to dress two girls better than he can afford to dress one.
7: Just the same that Markovich is a slick fella. He dresses his girl up like a Polish wedding, and everybody thinks that by him business is good. Papa can't do that. I can
6: do it if I want to. Who's going to tell me I can't dress up my own daughter?
7: But, Jake, you don't want to.
6: Who says I don't want to? Listen, Mama, if they're going to a party Saturday night, and I want, they should have new dresses, who's to tell me my own business? Mama, you take them down tomorrow morning early to Rubens and get them each a new dress. And get him a coat, too. Markovich, that muzzler. <laughs> I could buy him and sell him. And don't argue with me anymore. I'm going to bed. Good night.
7: Be careful with your teeth, Jake. They cost $400. Oh, Mama, you're wonderful. Mm -hmm. So you see, every day you get smarter. If you ever want anybody to do nothing, all you got to do is tell them not to do it. Remember that old maximum. A horse you can lead with water, but if you want flies, you got to use honey. It's wonderful the way you and Papa get along. You always have your way. Listen, darling. In the important things, I let your Papa be boss. What do you call important things? I don't know. Since we've been married, nothing important has come up.
0: Sunday, at 4 o'clock. We hope you can join us, here on Sid Valley Radio.